Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where insanity runs practically through this podcast, but it practically gallops. Oh yeah. <laughs> Today we cover a great one, starting the month of Day in the Life podcast, we look through movies that happen within the, the period of a short, short period of time. We start with Arsenic and Old Lace. I'm here, I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Jess. And this one here stars Cary Grant, Priscilla Lane, Raymond Massey, Peter Lore, (laughs) John Alexander, Josephine Hall, Gene Adair, Jack Carson, Edward Everett Horton, I've been practicing that all day because I almost said Edward Norton, (laughs) James Gleason, and a bunch of other people. And, I mean, this movie itself, there is a ton of different uh, people here who are from crossing from the silent era into the new era. And really, Mm -hmm. like, the only three that you really need to pay attention to are... Well, four are the big leads of uh, Cary Grant, Priscilla Lane, Raymond Massey, and Peter Lore, mm-hmm. yep. um, who really just steal all of it. I mean, this movie is one of my fucking favorites. I didn't realize how dark it was, it, and so I appreciated it it's so start, much. It starts off kind of goofy and silly. It's just like, oh, right. why are you so embarrassed? If you love this girl, marry her, and then... Then just stuff starts getting piled and piled and piled. It's just like, <laughs> yes. holy crap, this is dark as hell. Yeah, but yeah. you keep laughing the whole fucking oh, yeah. way through. Absolutely. There's a couple moments where I'm like, ooh, now I'm scared. Okay, now it got scary. This is <laughs> scary music. Oh, wait, no, no, he fell down. Good. <laughs> and uh, just for that seer, so, I mean, I've seen this a bunch of times. Me uh, too. Yeah. This was the first. First. Okay, so bit of background for me personally is uh, years ago when I was a sales manager, I used to give copies of this movie away to my employees. <laughs> okay. And just some of it begrudgingly accepted, and then some of them were like, yeah, okay, and then there were some were like, holy fuck, that was weird. Yeah. And it still turns into movies every once in a while where they pull it out and let's do it, and we're like, yeah, that was really messed up. <laughs> And this movie itself, like, just to go through some of the, like, I want to go through some fun facts of it, because a lot of movies, you're going to see a theme that this could only exist within a certain period of time. Absolutely. Yeah. And this one, I mean, yeah, you could probably do a remake, like, there's been a couple of remakes, and Arsenic and Olay's The Play has popped up every once in a while. Yeah, there was one in the 60s, right? There was one in 1962, that one, we'll get to that actually later, Uh, but it was a a TV movie, sorry, Chino. Um, It was a TV movie that um, starred a couple of people. Um, Do either of you know The Odd Couple? Yes. I'm aware. Okay. Tony Randall uh, played uh, Cary Grant's role. Okay, next Yeah, so yeah. I just said it worked, but there are others too. So, Arsenic and Old Lace was a play that was released in 1937 and ran for quite a while on Broadway. Very, very, very popular, but it is a direct reaction of World War II and is very, very, very contained to this world. Yeah. For that particular period of time. So World War II actually plays a big success in it because these like farce, melodrama comedies came out around that time where the whole world is like, fucking hell, what just happened? Right. We need to get our mind these... we need to like try to think of other things. Yeah. Escapism and like one blog yeah. actually compared this period of time to uh, like nine eleven. 
Yeah. Where a lot of comedies, a lot of screwball comedies, and actually we're going to get to one, which I was very, very happy that this movie is compared to, uh, when we get to waiting later in the, later in the month. Um, it's a movie that is set in Halloween, and, um... Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And, yeah, it is one of those, but it is set particularly to, uh, mid-40s Brooklyn, because it has the Dodgers winning the pennant in Halloween. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Uh, which the Brooklyn Dodgers, actually gotta thank, uh, one person, uh, from... Former employee of mine and fan of the show, Bill, who actually lived in Brooklyn at this time. And he explained this all to me, and he's like, yeah, the Brooklyn Dodgers were just notoriously the world's awful baseball team, but everybody loved them. <laughs> it's like, they suck, but they are suck. Right. And it's the, it's the joke is, is that the Brooklyn Dodgers are so bad that they have to extend the series, the, the season, for a few more weeks just to give them a chance. <laughs> and I just, like, kind of dug that, and I'm like, okay, that's funny. Uh, this film was created by, well, this one was directed by a guy, Frank Capra, who um, plays a big part in this because one of the things in this is the lead in it, uh, Cary Grant, uh, hated this movie. Really? He absolutely, absolutely hated the way it came out because it was way too whimsical for him and he played it way too silly. And he asked Frank Capra if you can, like, edit some of his scenes down where he's being a little sillier. Okay. And just yeah. do... Just do it, but... I think it would lose something if they if they edited it out. I agree. Too much of the goof. I agree, but if you just narrow it down a little bit, but the thing was, is this movie was made in 1941. Mm-hmm. Released in 44. Why so long? Here's the thing, is the mo- the play Arsenic and Old Lace was still coming out, and that um, with um, no the, the Kessel Ring uh, company actually asked Warner Brothers to hold off okay. for a while and to say, hey, let the play run out, then release it. Because then, you know, more of it's going to come out. So it was supposed to be a big-time, easy thing, but... He hated it because it was like, you know, Cary Grant, and I know you read a lot of Cary Grant stuff, but yeah. he played it, you know, he played comedy, but he was more straight-laced, and this was sort of a little out of his element. Very, very much so. He, yeah. um, he took he himself was, very serious. He took himself, well, not really. He was more like the self-deprecating sort of comedy, mm-hmm. not the silly, slapsticky, whimsical kind of comedy. Yeah. Okay. It was like sarcasm rather than this. Like, this is sort of... He played a little sarcasm in this, but then he just started going wackadoodle. Yeah. So... This, this is basically... Well, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I was going to call it... So we'll get to it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, he yeah, he plays this very out-of-element type character, but he... It's just, it's just so fucking funny. It is. It's just so goddamn funny all the fucking time, and it's it makes me laugh. It's one of those that I would definitely watch again. Oh, so yeah. there's mm-hmm. some of oh, these yeah. movies that we've watched that I'm like, nope. Yeah. yeah I'm talking about some... you, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Oh, but... And even some of the ones we've seen that were that were good, it's just like, you know, I enjoyed this movie, but I yeah. think I can only I only really need to enjoy it the once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then no. there's other movies that I've seen a billion times, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, that kind of stuff. I can, you know, quote that front to back. What's yeah. really funny so. is um, one of the movies that uh, came up when it was the, if you liked this, then you will like, yeah. was, um, uh, what about Harry? 
Uh, yeah. The problem with the Harry. The problem with Harry. I mean, yeah. I was like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> it, it follows along the same lines, pretty much. It's still, right. it's that dark style comedy that just really, it really does play a difference. And one of the major things with this is World War II fucking happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And Frank Capra was an Italian immigrant who was absolutely freaking fanatical about the U.S. military. So, because it was a... Our homeland got attacked. Right, right. So, he's like, okay, they attacked my homeland now. I'm going to go. Right. So, he enlisted in the military and was kind of on his way. However, since he was tagged with Warner Brothers, he got a little bit of leeway. So, he didn't have to go right away. Okay, yeah. So, because Warner Brothers also did a lot of the U.S. government propaganda films. Oh, big time. So, they're like... They had some sway. Yeah. Yeah, so the agreement was is, yes... If you guys are drafted or enlist, you can go, but we'll meet you in the middle. Yeah. In some ways, because you're doing so much for us. And uh, he had six weeks to go ahead and narrow down the movie, but there are goofs in it we're going to get to. <laughs> like, one particular one, you can hear Cary Grant in his, in his native accent. Yes. And yes. Go, Was he supposed to do that? No. Like... <laughs> like I didn't notice. Most people yeah. don't realize that he yeah. was like actually like British. Yeah. Like they they have no clue. Yeah. It's yeah. very quick, but it's towards the end where the do- the uh, doctor's going to take Teddy, uh, and he like passes by and he looks at a glass and he takes the glass and sets it up. And Cary Grant goes, "Was he supposed to do that?" <laughs> it's very very quick, but I caught it. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. But uh, also a couple things too, really quick. Um, this was the Bell Company's French phone was advertised here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was paid for it as well. But that first style phone instead of the candlestick phone was first uh, was yeah. was humongously advertised through Bell Company. Um, and, the, and, the Bell, and the Bell phone was good for bludgeoning bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, a little high, please. Okay, thank you, buddy. Um, so here, and uh, this was also one of the first movies that put a little bit of a dent in the uh, movie code as well, because the, uh, the movie code board actually uh, took one scene when the aunts are explaining how they created the poison and blended yeah, the poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, you can't do that because some people might copy it. And basically, they went, sure. And Frank Kaplan, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah, uh, like, watch us. Come on, watch. They're going to try to, and nobody said a word. Right. And lastly, one of the cool things with this is there's a gravestone. I don't know if any of you caught it, but there's a gravestone in the, in the, uh, in the cemetery next door. Mm-hmm. A gravestone that says Archie Leach. That's that's his real name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't oh, notice. His that. name yeah. is yes. It's uh, it's Cary Grant's real name is Archibald Leach. Yes. Yeah. What a name. Yeah, I know. There's a reason why he he, he named himself Cary Grant. Yeah. There is a reason for that. Yeah. But Archie Leach was actually it was from uh, Frank Capra did also a movie called His Girl Friday. Yep. Which they did recently before that, but uh, where Cary Grant mentions that he shot Archibald Archie Leach dead. Mm-hmm. And it was just a quick nod to anybody who saw that. And one last thing is uh, Aunt Martha, Jean Eyre, actually, where Cary Grant was in a vaudeville act, actually fell, he fell very, very sick with fever. 
and uh, and Gina Air actually, Audair actually uh, nursed him back to health. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I was gonna yeah. say, was it yellow fever? Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's still here, and also one other interesting thing since everybody does true crime podcast, uh, yeah. listeners who are white people, why don't you go ahead and look up Amy Archer Gilligan? Okay. Okay. This is these are the murders that this story is based on. Oh, that's, that name sounded familiar. It does sound yes. familiar. It's based on a nurse uh, slash caretaker of a uh, of yes. a home in Windsor, Connecticut. Yes, yeah. yes, from, yes, yes. Yep. From 1907 to 1917, where she would convince people to sign over all their all their money to her, and then she would just poison them. And there's about 17 people. Actually, sorry. 13 people who died. Um, I remember you, hearing about this on uh, My Favorite Murder. She was actually, um, uh, she had the spotlight on. There's a um, a documentary series that's like, um, it's either called like Women Who Kill yep. or something like that or, or like snapped. Deadly Ladies. Or, it's not snapped, but it was like Deadly Women. That's the name of it, Deadly Women. Um, it used to be on Netflix. It's no longer on Netflix, but um, she was one of the uh, highlighted ones. Yeah. That's how I learned about it. Yeah, and this also was this was this uh, movie was portrayed, and uh, you must remember this, mm -hmm. the uh, podcast where they went into that in very 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 good detail too, mm. and uh, then she you know, I don't know if any of you have heard Karina Longworth. Um, Again, the name yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, if you heard it, you heard it, but she has this very somber tone of you must remember this podcast of, oh yes, it's very good, won't you? And she's just remember, don't poison people, folks. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and I just, I love this. I just, I... It's it's like the sign-off of Sawbones. It's like, and remember, don't drill a hole in your head. <laughs> uh, one last fun fact on this, too. There's all these jokes. Well, who does John Brewster look like? <laughs> Boris Karloff. Yes. And Do you know who originally played John Brewster? I'm guessing Boris Karloff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, was, so... Yeah, and he was unpleased about being called that. He like, yes. looks like Boris Karloff. <laughs> <laughs> but Boris Karloff was actually playing John Brewster in the play, but also they were doing this, and this was a really big hit. It had 1,444 performances on Broadway. Wow. Which is still really super high up there and done really well. And, um, but also, like, he, they couldn't take him away. And he's like, no, I'll do the role, fine, I'll do the movie. But he's like, well, maybe you can go ahead and get Humphrey Bogart to play me in this role. And they're like, nah, that's not going to work. You're going to have to find somebody else. But I'll sign a paper for it. Like, and Boris Korolev laughed through the entirety of the movie that's for this. Fantastic. Like, he's like, you know what, you're right. And Boris Korolev actually, when the TV movie actually reprised his role in the 60s. And um, supposedly, I didn't see it, but supposedly he they went with this version of the screenplay where it's like, you look like Boris Karloff. He's like, no way. And it's like, <laughs> I'm Boris Karloff, no kidding. Right. It I should is, hope. It's available on um, Amazon, the the sixty-two oh. version. It is available on Amazon. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was so. actually the first one that popped up. That's why I was like, "What? Yeah. Oh, that's not the yeah. one." Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We had the same deal. Yeah. All right. So, this oh man, this movie. Huh. 
I've been dying to do this on this show I for years. Wait. I couldn't wait to see this yeah, one. It just, I really it, it, it's so dark, to it. it's fucked up, but also you all get a little bit of a better look into my head. And there's, a, there's actually a couple of scenes where you're on your, the edge of your seat going, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, Damn it, Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Charge. Oh. Charge. <laughs> oh, that was, I would have done that. I actually planned I was going to back up all the way to your door and then run and go charge but I knew Chino would have freaked the hell out Chino would have like what is going oh god what's happening yeah. <laughs> yeah but there are some of those you're right like the scenes where he's um where it's like they're about to drink the wine and yes, you know, he's all yes. tied up I and then like, the, the bugle goes off oh. and like yeah <laughs> Like, do it, do it, do it. Damn it, Tim. And I actually, like... That beautiful the timing is awesome, though. And yes, the, the it's The beautiful fantastic. scared the shit out of me, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the whole... I really liked the doctor. I yeah. really liked his character. <laughs> yeah. um, just just because he's, he's drunk just, on He's drunk all the time. And <laughs> he's, Johnny, he's, that's wonderful. <laughs> and he's just like... I really don't want to do this anymore, yeah. but if I try to leave, he's going to kill me. So yeah. I'm just going to drink and yeah. say, fuck it. And look how he's trying morning. to get, you know, uh, uh, Art, um, I was about to call him Archibald. <laughs> Mortimer, he's like, he's trying to go, like, yeah. you need go, to leave, go. You need to leave, Mortimer. This is not your place to be. Uh, it, it's, we also did actually a whole month of uh, Peter Lure oh, really? movies. Yeah, so it's definitely go back and look at those because those were fun. Those are those are fun I and scary. Really like I, I like him just hmm. as an actor. He's got the he's got the, the greasy, oily yeah. little guy yeah. thing down. He's got like Igor, you know. He's yeah. like well, he's a cartoon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's a cartoon. Everybody here is a cartoon. Yes. In really. this particular one, yes. Yeah, uh, including the murder grandmas. Yeah. Murder grandmas are awesome. I don't care what anybody says. What did says. you put? What did you... <laughs> now, okay, I I said like I know the characters in the play and in the movie are supposed to be sisters. Yeah, like they're his two aunts. Okay, sure. However, I prefer to see them as like an elderly lesbian murder couple, <laughs> and they're just living their best life. <laughs> Imagine oh, that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Murder couple, double trouble. <laughs> Murder lesbians. <laughs> no, if you're gonna do like, if you're gonna do like the, the jazzy little like 50s, 60s, like they're a couple, they're. Together, they're a couple of lesbians who happen to murder people. Oh. You know, that's, that's, that's basically what it would be. Yeah. And there'd be cartoon caricatures of the two of them, yeah. like, sitting at a table with a man and then pouring him some wine and he dies and they just happily drag his body over to, you know... The door. <laughs> Panama. <laughs> it's Panama. We need to dig more in the Panama Canal. Oh, bully! <laughs> I need to dig another lock. Okay, I, I loved, I absolutely loved the fact that he was uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Yep. Absolutely yes. loved it. Simply yes. because I watched How I Met Your Mother Yeah. the other day. Uh, I was watching like the last season of it because... Even though it's terrible, I still watched it. That's still technically um, a day in the. That's actually a day in the life. That's a day in the life season. Yeah. But there's the episode where yeah. uh, it's called um, uh, what the hell? 
Gary, Gary Blah something. I can't remember his his name. That's the name of the episode. But they talked about how um, Ted has this whole thing about Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. And him and this guy were fighting with the girl to get this girl because they were all talking about Teddy Roosevelt. And I literally watched that the day before yesterday. Yeah. And then he started doing Teddy Roosevelt. I'm like, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> There's a lot in the script that, you know, some of it's got to be a little lost to time. Oh, definitely. With, um, you know, where at the end where it's like, oh, did, um, I know some people who, uh, you know, I've talked about this movie with before, is, you know, it says, Mr. President, your term of office has ended. Is it March the 4th? Right. That was the original, um, the original inauguration day. So it wasn't. Right. It wasn't January. Yeah. yeah. See, I figured it was a. Uh, I figured that was like an Ides of March joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. but well, sort of. Yeah, but it's still. It's just. It basically was the weather was just the warmest to have people. Fair enough. And also, like you couldn't really protect people from the elements that well, right. so. It just feel like as it marks the fourth, you know, is he joining me here? No, is he moving into the White House before I get to leave? Who? Taft. Taft. I literally yeah. made the Taft joke. I made it before yeah. it even came yeah. out. Yeah. I made it at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. What? As soon as I was like, oh, so who's he going to be? Is he? They're going to say he's Taft? Yeah. And Dan was like, what? And I'm like, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I did like about the treatment of you know the character, like the Teddy is. <laughs> Um, is Mortimer's brother yeah. who is, who firmly believes that he is Theodore Roosevelt. Right. He's not, but you know, he's yeah. he's Yeah. What is his actual name? Is his actual name Teddy? Teddy? So okay, so it's Ted Teddy Brewster. Brewster. Yeah. But he well, Ted Brewster. In the credits he wasn't credited with the first name. Just the last name. Right. But anyway, yeah. yeah, he for, he, he or it was full, a, full delusion well, believes yeah. he's Theodore uh, Roosevelt and I liked the treatment that they did of him yeah, yeah that definitely. nobody like shot him down about it yeah they just uh, just like okay just roll with it yeah because that's actually a fairly healthy way to you know for someone yeah. who's you know that far lost into a, into yeah. like a delusional state yeah that's a more healthy way than saying no no you're not you're 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 Bob you're yeah. you're, you're whoever it's like no it's like Okay, just you know, roll with it. As long, yeah. as, long as the delusion isn't hurting anything, yeah, it's yeah. perfectly okay. Well, so there's a healthy way to do it. And there's one of the beautiful lines in the movie here, where it's like, well, you know, we Josephine Hull, who is a fantastic actress in her own right. Mm -hmm. Was it Jane Harvey? Yeah, she yeah. was the Anna, She was the Aunt Harvey. Yeah. There, oh. yeah, but yeah, Harvey. I think that's a movie that's just I would love to revisit. That's obviously tremendous. it's not as dark. Yeah, no, not, no, no, but... But you'd like it, I think, yeah. if you like this movie. Yeah, oh, it's very, very, very much like it, but the, um... So you're like, well, we we tried to get him to see that he was George Washington just to get a change of pace, but then he changed, he stayed under his bed for two days, and he was nobody. And he wouldn't right. be anybody. Yeah. I liked how he knew his future, and he had a copy of his biography. Yeah, yes. I haven't done this yet. <laughs> oh, I haven't done this yet. Let's go! Yeah. Well, it's written, that's fine. <laughs> We're going to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so... This movie starts out. We're at the we're at the um, baseball game. Yeah, we're at the baseball game. Yeah, we're a lot at of people yelling. Halloween day, and you have the buttons, our bums, which 
<laughs> it's just awesome like out of context. It's just awesome out of context in general, but the Brooklyn Dodgers win the pennant in this fantasy world. It's Halloween day at 3 p.m., and it settles into this area. You have Mortimer Brewster and his his lovely wife, Elaine, soon to be at the courthouse, but he's hiding. At first, at first, I wasn't sure what he was trying to portray. Yeah. Like, at first, I'm like, okay, are they making him, like, a famous actor or something? Yeah. I didn't realize he was supposed to be a critic. Yeah, a literary um, critic. Uh, well, mostly plays he was, and stuff. He was, like, a playwright critic and a marriage critic. He's yeah. also, yeah, like, super outspoken about how marriage is dumb and it's yeah. ridiculous and why would you do this kind of thing. And yeah. And so he's a massive hypocrite as well. well. <laughs> but he, did, he found the right person. I mean, for me personally, like... Found the girl next door. Yeah, literally, literally (laughs) right there. But also for me personally, like I, I think you know I've known a lot of people who have been together for ages, and you know, like they're practically married anyway. Right. You know, and it's like you know, even if you just said like, oh, we're married. Nobody would be That's, worth the wiser. Anyway. Honestly, the only thing yeah. about that that piece of paper, yeah, it's not so much. It's well, it's a promise to yourself and to yeah. your spouse. Yeah. But in reality, it's more like you're legally bound to whatever the fuck I do. <laughs> yeah. And now, and, vice we get, versa. and now we get your health insurance. That's yeah. pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I am a, now your next of kin. Like this. Yeah. This it's is also all... a piece of paper where you can, when they get frustrated with you, you can say, "Hey, you chose me." Yeah. yeah. You signed that paper yeah. willingly. I yeah. did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't say I do. I did yeah. not say I do. No. I said, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did too. <laughs> so I'm like, sure. And you know, she went, hell yeah. <laughs> and then, he, he, said, no, he said I do, and they asked me, and I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it was still. It was still, for me personally, like, I have an aunt and uncle who have been together for a better part, I'm going to say, 45 years. Mm -hmm. Never been married, but have grandkids together, and genuinely, like... It's like, are they happy? They're they're fucking ecstatically happy, and they're an awesome couple. And... I don't really like Gene Simmons as a person, but he has mm. a phrase that he tend he tends to use. Mm. He's been happily unmarried to the same woman for how yeah, many years? But he yeah. uses that phrase. Kind of lewd. Yes, yeah. he does it. I, the, I say I don't yeah. like him. Yeah, but right. the 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 sentiment kind of. I get the sentiment. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, and what was the book that he wrote? Um, the one he the one Mortimer was currently working on was Mind Over Matrimony. Yeah. Yeah, and some okay, of the others. Was, yeah, it, it kills me that that's a good title. Yeah, it, it's yeah. You hate when that happens. And yeah, it, <laughs> like what what a what a video game or or a movie has a really really good pun, and I'm just like I hate that that's great. <laughs> he actually oh. he hates it even more when it's a TV show or a movie he hates. Oh, yeah. that, okay. <laughs> Quick, very brief aside. Joss is basically obsessed with Full House, and, Full House. and the new Fuller House that has come out I, on, I on Netflix. You. Yeah. yeah, and in I'm allowed my secret pleasures. Yeah. In, one, <laughs> in one episode of the of Fuller House, um, is it? It's is it D, it's DJ. It's, it's DJ. DJ tries to like get her kid to open up to her, and ends up like 
pretending to be someone else while they're playing he, Rocket she League. She pretends yeah. to be like a 14-year-old boy so With she can really like, unconvincing low boy voice. So she could talk to her son so he would open up to her. And because her son's up, a teenager and he won't talk. And, and he plays right, Rocket okay. League. So yeah. she starts playing Rocket League. And, she, and she's good at it. And she's yeah. good at it. And she named herself Doom Buggy. Aww. D-O-O-M Buggy. And I'm like... God damn you, that's a good name. <laughs> I hate so that that's a good that name. That it was good. He hated it so uh, much, and I was just like, I get why you're upset. Yeah. But at the same time, ha ha. Damn Anyway. I get so, you. So it's Halloween Day, Mortimer and, Ellen and Elaine get married, but there's also there's a great thing where it's like they're almost going to call it off. The reporters are there, and they sneak into a telephone booth where the guy's still there. He's like, <laughs> Get the like, fuck out of here! What do you do? No. How do you fit three people in one of those movies? <laughs> but it's, it's, this is the thing about this movie a lot, and this is why we're not going through everything about this movie. Because oh, yeah, so we could be here for days. It's still, it's the visuals. It's like how they're talking, and then suddenly they realize there's this guy in there. Yep. Like, oh hey, like, oh, okay. right, sorry. Yeah, and it's like oh, get out. Like, and then they do, and then they continue their conversation. Right. Oh, uh, he just he grabs the phone. Goodbye, dear. And then, like... Cary uh, Grant also is this thing where he has yeah. the, the innate ability to speed talk mm-hmm. five or six different phrases yeah. in the span of ten seconds. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what he was trying See, to do. That's yeah. why we had to watch it with, ca- with, uh, with captions, captions on. Because yeah. it's like, wait, time out. And the yeah. captions are still trying to catch up with him. Because yeah. he's speed talking. <laughs> the, yeah. the man speed talks. He's yeah. in, it's in almost every movie he's in. He speed yeah. talks. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's still fun. So it's like, they Elaine and him get married. They go to her father's house. So you can tell the father. The father's the local minister. And he's not. Which none, none too pleased. Yeah, which doesn't come up too too much, but still kind of funny. Yeah. Um, the but then his daughter, yeah. the girl next door. I mean, I understood why. The, the, here's here's <laughs> my, my thing. I was like, I understood <laughs> why they made the plot like this. Yeah. Yep. Not so much the marriage thing. I thought the marriage thing was kind of odd because it's Extraneous not really brought up. It's yeah. yeah, it's not really brought up any other time. Mm. It's like I could understand him being up. At, honestly, I can understand people being like. Not opposed, but like a little bit afraid of marriage because yeah. it is a commitment. And yeah. if he's a commitment phobe, yeah, then he's going to obviously try to stay away from it. But he meets the girl that he really wants to do this with. He loves yeah. her. Which, um, yeah. But I didn't understand why they had to throw in the constant uh, anti-marriage writing because it didn't really make any difference to the plot. That mm-hmm. is more in the play. Okay, that it's makes more sense. Simply, he's looking for his notes. Yeah. Right. Well, he's looking for notes because he has notes in the book, and he usually sat in that the windowsill. And then he wrote from there, and while he's looking over the graveyard, and actually he was writing the notes, he's looking at Elaine. Right. Okay. And it it puts it more in a high, more importance in the play. Okay, that makes then, more sense. Yeah, because there are some things, like we're looking at it, like even Kaz was asking, like, why is the Brooklyn Dodgers so important here? Because like, right. it's Brooklyn. Because right. it's Brooklyn. And this is the point where Brooklyn is still really resisting becoming part of New York. 
It's like even, they're their own thing at yeah. this point. And like, no, well, no, no. Go even now, like, New York City is still envelops Brooklyn, but Brooklyn still has its own identity yeah, it's to its this own day. Thing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. To this day still. So it still is what it is. And even people who are from Brooklyn will be like, oh, I'm from, you know, oh, you're from New York. I'm from Brooklyn, damn it. You know, right. so it's still there. But well, yeah. New York, Queens, but uh, close enough. Yeah. It's the boroughs. Yeah. The five well, boroughs. Everyone who's from there is yeah. going to say where exactly they're yeah. from, not well, New York but, City. You know, it still will be, oh, yeah, I'm from New York City, yes, but I live in Queens, but Brooklyn, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like when, and, when we say we're from Massachusetts and people are like, oh, well, Boston? Boston? I'm like, yes, that's yes. the only yeah. thing in, in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's Boston all of Boston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you ever go west of Boston, here there be dragons. That Yeah, that happened, actually, when I was in Canada and everybody insisted I was from Boston. I'm like, After yeah, I take a trip down to Rhode Island. You went all the way to Rhode Island? How did they know uh, the distance? It's literally two <laughs> miles that way. Yeah, yeah. Our old apartment, you could spit in Rhode spit, Island. We could walk two feet and you would be in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, I know. Yeah. It's like I've lived closer to it too. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really funny that yeah. they said that you. Uh, oh yeah, you're from Boston. Yeah. You don't have a Boston accent. No, I don't. It's like no. There's a reason for that. We. I don't have a Boston accent. <laughs> Cass does not. Yep. Dan does not. Why? Because we're not from Boston. Yeah. Although there are a couple of words yeah. occasionally, like both of us will have yeah, words we that have, we can't say. Like one word. What? Hora. 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 For me, it's I. For me, it's stuff like junior. Yeah. I say weird. Weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, I do. There's a couple, but. Ah. Uh, so here we are in the beautiful time. We go to this picturesque, beautiful house with oh, yeah. these two old ladies, sweet Abby old and Martha, lady. happy sweet, old happy old ladies who are fixed up for life. There's yeah. this, you know, they have this room for rent sign, and just the way to get people in, but they'll give you the shirt off their back if you needed it, mm -hmm. and take care of everyone because they got money to beat the band. They're fine. But you do have Teddy, you do have Mortimer's brother who lives with them, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Who reenacts the Battle of San Juan Hill, charging up the stairs, literally yelling charge and having a bugle. Like, every time he goes upstairs, it's... Charge! charge! Honestly, the actor who played him, being, I think he enjoyed that. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Like he, he was having a, a grand time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there were so many times, and, um... Dan, you remember the office I worked yeah. in, and yeah. um, where my desk was always at the end of a row, mm -hmm. and I could tell specifically when it was really super slow, and then I'd see somebody start at the end of my row, and then bend down face first, head forward, and yeah. just run to my desk yelling yeah. charge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, yeah, I dig that. I, I dig that, but it's still, oh yeah, everybody I think loved what they were doing, and so, you know, Mortimer gets in to explain he's been married, he's trying to find his notes, and he sees a man in the window casing, uh, well, window seat, mm -hmm. that it's referred to, and it's like, no, my god, there's a body, wait, wait, there's no, Teddy's oh, killed oh, the man. Just Teddy's gone mad. It's right before that, though, like, when the two sisters are together, <laughs> and, and they're having tea with the, um, uh, the minister... Yeah. And they have a very vague conversation about, yeah. I did something alone today, mm. and it's, uh, <laughs> where did you put him? Well, it's he's in the window seat, and yeah. it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, one thing I wanted to point out, Teddy playing, uh, was it Mozart? On the harpsichord. Yes, yeah. that was so weird. That felt like Castlevania music to yeah. me. Just like the way yeah. the harpsichord sounds gets <laughs> that whole kind of 8-bit 
you yeah. know, kind of yeah. thing going with me. I'm like, I've played this level. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy is just getting, you know, he seems like he's just a little crazy, but then the police stop by to talk, and then... And he's hairy eyeballing everybody. Yeah, hey, what's anyone, the meaning of this? Anyone notice the the pin, the numbers pinned on the police's... Uh, Uniforms are six nine. I did. I not. did not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Giggity. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So they explain what happened, and then the, the minister sent away, and then they ended the suffering of a man. Later, we find out that there's been twelve different men. Yes. Five oh, lonely men who don't have any family. Yeah. And they're getting, they're they're. Yeah. They're just doing a service to them. Yeah. They're helping them. But it's the explanation later that almost that every single time has me almost fallen off my seat. <laughs> is when she explains it to John. Yes. Yeah. And we'll get to that when we oh, get to it. But was, it's that was such a dick waving contest. It was uh, great. But it was you know you can't you can't count South Bend. <laughs> no. He they died. have twelve. You have 12. <laughs> it just... You can't count South Bend. He died of pneumonia. Yeah, I would have died of pneumonia if I hadn't shot him. But still, it does, you can't count South Bend. <laughs> now, Abby and Martha are setting up to have dinner to celebrate the fact that Mortimer's been married. Mm-hmm. Why she didn't call the girl over right away, and we're not really going to talk about that. But they do have this, and they smell in here. There's a dead man in the window seat. He's uh, freaking out the whole time. Yeah, where's the dead man? I love That's the fact Mr. that Hoskins. his first thought yeah. was that Teddy did it. Yeah. So he was just Teddy's like, man. he's killed him. We need, <laughs> oh, no. you know, we need to definitely have him committed now. Yeah. And they're like, no, dear. Teddy didn't kill him. Uh, no. We killed yeah. him. He's like, no. excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> Teddy did Wait a minute, what? Yeah, and that is the first visual. It's just, you could watch this on mute mm-hmm. and just watch Cary Grant's face of just like... Oh, it's fantastic. Ping, like, you know, all of a sudden it's just like world and fantasy and reality just clicks and all of a yeah. sudden he just gets what's going on. I love like, his shock face. Yeah. An audible thunk. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. His shock face is really good. His <laughs> shock and confused face is just like... Yeah. yeah. It was wait a minute. Wait, what happened? What? Yeah, but it's the way they describe it, and it just reminds me of, I'll tell this briefly, of, like, my grandmother and her friend Rose, Mm -hmm. who are two old ladies who are in their 90s, who will tell it exactly like it is and not give a shit who is, who knows, and will just describe something. Yeah. In general. And they went ahead and, like, Rose was one of those, like, she always, like, made cakes. And she showed up at my grandmother's apartment. She made this giant cake. She's like, oh, I'm going to make you here. Here's a piece of strawberry cake, too. And, of course, I ate it. It was lovely. And they's like, okay. And then, then um, um, you know, I described, I was the point in time where, like, we weren't, I don't think we were getting married yet, but I think we were just about ready to move in. The cake is made of And you know, they're like, okay. And then Rose is like, well, my dear, you know, you have to be able to have a lot of condoms. And the way you're sitting, <laughs> the way you're what? sitting, you're probably not going to have the small version, are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like... How do you just, how do you respond? Uh, <laughs> and I did the Cary Grant face. I'm like... Um, 
Go, ladies, checking out my package. Like, <laughs> and these two are uh, these two are fucking hysterical. My grandmother is totally deaf at this point. She's just like, I'm sorry, what happened? Like, hey, I'm like nothing. I am deeply uncomfortable. And just, but the way they describe this murder is like, no, you know, there's a dead man in there. Well, he's happy to know he wasn't dead when he went in there. He was dead before it. It's like, oh, oh, oh no, he did that. He died right there in that chair. Oh, in this chair. Oh, in this chair. No, he's there. This is the twelfth one, isn't it, dear Martha? Twelve? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? No, it's well here. They were done in yes. He's a Methodist. Oh, he's a Methodist. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> are they just going through the, the different Christians? Like, what is happening? <laughs> gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, the, the dry. The dryness of these two, just... How they could have done this, and this movie itself was shot, which I love it, which brings... You know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about a movie that was shot in two days. I love That this. is an iconic one, and this movie was shot in three days. I love it. And how many of these, like, you know, at the time, you know, film was expensive as hell. Right. And it still is, but, you know, how they did that and how Josephine Hall is looking at somebody dead in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And doesn't crack up laughing. Oh, God. Like, how it's... How, like I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I would not be able <laughs> no. to do it. So, it's, you know, they have the elderberry wine with arsenic. Uh, Cinchonine and just the pinch of cyanide while they're getting acquainted. Just a pinch. It's like it's like yeah, it's a yeah. um, uh, arsenic, strychnine, mm -hmm. and uh, cyanide, and cyanide, and a pinch of cyanide. Mm. It's a pinch of cyanide. And I'm just like, too. dang. Yeah. And the cyanide. Every time I hear that, I think of the uh, Twitch streamer cyanide. Yeah. And it's a very different situation. See, you think that, and my first thing was like, uh. If, uh, with, uh, with arsenic specifically, if anybody's ever read or seen, uh, Flowers in the Attic, oh, that's, oh, yes. that's how, uh, that's how the mother kills her, her son, is yes. by poisoning donuts with arsenic, and arsenic is sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. But it tastes like, um... So oh, is lead. Yeah. Just so you know, that's why yeah. lead paint is so dangerous, because kids would literally suck on windowsills yeah. and get lead poisoning. Yeah, so, it's... Yeah. And it just sounds like an old-timey insult. Like, go suck a windowsill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. It does. does. Yeah. yeah. So, with this, then the, what they do is they take the bodies, they bury them in the basement, but they tell Teddy that there's a yellow fever victim, and there's Parrish in the building, and the, of the, and the building of the Panama Canal. So there are 12 graves, 12 locks, and they're going to have service. And they're, later. And they're, they're marked... Yeah. With flowers. Yeah. It's like because these you're not the... trying to stop this at all. They you're just, not trying they, to hide it. They just don't. It seems like they don't really get what they're doing. Well, no. it's, it's when you nope. find out later on, like what the whole family's like. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. like madness does not run through this family. It takes its time getting yeah. to know everyone intimately. Yeah. It gallops. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the line there. Insanity runs in my family. It practically gallops. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and you know, while Mortimer also is trying to get um, get everything taken care of, but Teddy's got to get committed, so he's got to call places. He's got to go to 
Happy Dale Asylum. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was exactly as happy as you'd think. Oh, uh, what? It didn't sound bad. Was, it, uh, was, it was George but... Clinton there doing uh, a? <laughs> <musical movie? laughs> <laughs> all, all the people there, all set up, and then all in one room. Yeah. All in the same room, right next to the madman. Because yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> And, and, uh, and look, yeah. these walls got padding. This is great. <laughs> Charge! <laughs> Charge! No, yeah. I just love the line. We have so many stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, happy day. Yeah, first, so many stairs. The first Mortimer wants to get uh, wants to get Teddy committed, but the uh, the oh, I, I guess so... the director of the place says, "Oh, we, we've got four. We have so many teddies. We have so many Roosevelts. <laughs> Could he be Napoleon Bonaparte? <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're full up on Roosevelts. <laughs> Could he be Napoleon, <laughs> perhaps? It's like, uh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> we never know if he has a plan for what to do about his aunts. Oh, wait, actually, his plan was to, like, live with them or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, to they make were, sure they don't kill anybody else. Yeah, well, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. He was sort of thinking on his feet, though. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't really thought out because yeah, not much he, of what comes out of his mouth after yeah, this point is he, thought out. He wasn't living in Brooklyn, though. No, he wasn't. He wasn't because he mentions a few times that he crossed over into Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure he was living in Manhattan because yeah. they would not have shown yeah. Manhattan at the beginning of the movie, right? Uh, and made yeah. a very distinct junction. So I'm pretty sure which, he was living in Manhattan. Which because... yeah, there there's a number of bridges. Well, there's the Brooklyn Bridge, right? You know that that so connect can, Manhattan. You to... can see one of the bridges, whether it's the Brooklyn Bridge specifically or yeah. not. You can, it's like literally just in the background, yeah. like beyond beyond the house. Yeah. The other and, thing too is um, he's he's a theater critic as yeah. well as a, a writer, so yeah. he's got to be where there are theaters. He's right. got to be near mm-hmm. Broadway. At least. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's not there, but they do mention that he doesn't visit all the time. Right, but he's so, been visiting more since yeah. he saw the girl yeah. next door. And, yeah, so it's, it's occasionally, so yeah, maybe he would have stayed. But then they, you know, they go ahead, he talks to a judge, he tries to get everything taken care of, and then, okay, here comes the tension and suspense, because then we're met with Robin, Rob, Raymond Massey, we meet Jonathan. Jonathan. Who hasn't been around in over twenty years? Yeah, who is something who has no relationship with the family? No, he's it's, like it's, some kind of horrible criminal. Yeah. it's obvious that um, yeah. that he was sent away. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, once and he hit a certain yeah. age, yeah. Uh, because he used to do yeah. terrible things to his brothers. Yeah. So, and this character had light inspiration for the character of Sid in Toy Story. That's not surprising. You know what? I can see it. Yeah. Except Sid ends up being an okay kid. Yeah. Which is weird. Sid grows up to be a trash man. Yeah. Well, for the first movie, though. When well, you right, see it, it's right. like, okay, this kid's can... psychotic, yeah. Yeah, this could come up and he could be Jonathan. Right. Jonathan also arrives with the plastic surgeon, Dr. Einstein. With my favorite mm. person. <laughs> Dr. Einstein, I'm sure that's his real name. That's his real name. Wait a minute. And it's, uh, you know, Jim Gaffigan has a great joke with Einstein. It's like the name can go one or two ways. It could be something really dumb or really smart. Right. Thanks, yeah. Einstein. Yeah, like, thank you, Einstein. Yeah. Oh, your baby's like going to be an Einstein. He's great. Oh, he did something stupid. Way to go, Einstein. Right. Yeah. Depending on the sarcasm yeah. used. Or yeah. Not. And uh, Jonathan's a serial murderer who escaped out of Indiana, and he has his latest victim, Mr. Spinoza. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, and they do amazing things, and just the way that this was all set with the changes, where they're looking into the window scene, right. and he pops in in the window, and I also like the uh, whole um, the scene that the entire place is dark. Yeah, like the entire scene is just. Darkness and shuffling. Yeah. But you know exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's like it doesn't. Mm. You don't actually have to see it. You know what's happening. And then when yeah. there's um, the the light when they open the door, and then you see yeah. the silhouette of you know Teddy going down the stairs backwards. Yeah. Which is really funny because a long time ago in a house that we were living in, Dan had to walk backwards down the, our cellar stairs because they were because he was the, so tall. And the yeah. And wow. The, really. The stairs yeah. were the stairs were fairly steep. And yeah. like just like the actual like uh, like yeah. there were shelves. There were on shelves the on the way bed. down. Oh, so if I went down okay. straight, I'd clothesline myself. So I had to walk down the stairs backwards, and half the time I still clunked the back of my head. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And this is actually good because that's actually a good note with it. But um, um, we didn't notice that. Like it, it, it's really make sure if you have an HD TV and you watch this on Amazon, listeners, like definitely look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the whole time as this is happening, of course, you know, El Elaine is whistling, you know, the bridal, um, the bridal tune. Yeah, because they were Charles, supposed to, they yeah. were supposed to run off on their honeymoon. They yeah. were supposed to go to Niagara Falls. Uh, like they left the taxi be, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were supposed to be taxi. gone by like five o'clock and then all fucking hell broke loose yes. on Halloween. Yeah. And let me point out one thing real quick. Yeah. At one point, there's a bunch of kids getting candy from, yeah. from the two oh old Oh my god, at the beginning of the movie. 1941 Halloween masks are fucking terrifying. Yeah. They really are. They really yeah. are. Oh They're my fucking, god. That's why you know, Halloween was originally scary. Because like, look Jesus at these Christ. goblins at the door. Jesus, what is this? And here's the thing, a lot of those were handmade. Oh, that's yeah. not surprising at all. Oh, yeah. God, it's horrible. I was wondering if the one with the big ears and the mustache was like Carl Gable or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That was probably true. Yeah, I, yeah that was that was probably true. Clark Gable was kind of wild, too. He did have really big ears. And with that, when we back up a moment here and just talk about the fact that uh, Mortimer and Elaine were almost doing it in the graveyard, but thank God they had that giant tree in front of the camera. Right. Yeah. And they do that. And with that, it's a good time to go to our sponsor. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Take advantage of your downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. And when you do, you'll get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, it's delivered free discreetly to your door. Discreet. Just remember to use your offer code MTTM. That's MTTM at checkout. A&E has thousands of products make you so glad you're staying at home. Sex toys make, it, make being at home so enjoyable, hell. Even shopping at home is more enjoyable when you're shopping for sex toys. Pants optional. So go to M go to adamandeve.com and use that offer code MTTM. Four letter word. Thanks so much and back to the show. Alright. I, lo I love that ad. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, we have the the insanity is starting to come around and the 
So... I love how surprised Jonathan is to discover that his aunt's a murderer. Oh yes, my so god, it's this so scene. great. He's okay. Just, yeah, he's just kind of walking in circles going, what? No, I, what? No, I, wait, what? No. Yeah. no. Wait. <laughs> you don't have this. You've done what? <laughs> no, but it, it's it's the backup of Peter Lore. Yeah. He's yes. doing it too. Like, they have 12. You have 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. I it's just, just... I just love the fact that it but, turns into a pissing contest. Because oh yeah. he's so upset that his aunts are tied with him. <laughs> that he's like, I need to get another one in now. This is nonsense. Like, this is not right. Mortimer! Where are you? Yeah, yeah, but he's also drunk as hell and oh, snobs. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 this is wonderful. <laughs> and the... Yeah, and then there's the way that the, the line Josephine Hall says, it's like... Oh, no, that's one of our charities. Yes. <laughs> Makes me free. <laughs> oh. It's just the way she's just, oh, dear, that's one of our charities. <laughs> Makes me crack the fuck up every fucking time, like, as the oh, billion see, times I've seen this movie. I see, the, the, the moment and that got me in this movie, there is, it's not even, it's not a line or anything, it's just, it's like, it's a visual gag. <laughs> that uh, after they've said that they've done this, you know, twelve times, you know, this, you know, we've we've sent them on. Basically, what they're doing is taking lonely men and freeing them from this mortal coil, so that they're no longer lonely. Yeah. I mean, their hearts are kind of in the right place, I suppose. <laughs> but at at one point, um, at one point, Mortimer tries to leave. He grabs a hat, puts it on, and re they stop him. And they're like, "No, no, that's Mr. Hoskins's hat." He freaks out and throws the hat, and he takes off, and then what? I think it's like Abby comes over, and just picks up the hat, and she's just talking. Dusts uh, it off. Just dusts it off, and she's talking about something else, and just opens this big double cabinet, and there's eleven hats <laughs> in this cabinet. She just puts it on the shelf and closes it back up. Doesn't make any mention of it. There's no. It's just like hats. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> What the hell? It was great. Yeah, that's the scene I knew you were going to crack up. It was like, you got me, movie. Yeah. Okay, you got me. My favorite scene that it was, is actually close to where we are right now. Yeah. Because when Mortimer like starts talking about how the, you know, not even out... The, just checking the, the window seat yeah. to see if the guy's still there. He opens it up and there's a completely different guy in there and he's just going, what just I'm gonna, happened? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've been what? gone for 20 minutes! How? Yeah. You promised! <laughs> yeah. <So>. You promised <laughs> you weren't gonna let anyone else in? Yeah, yeah and he does say he doesn't want anyone in. Right. And then, <laughs> then too... Just please, don't do this to me, dogs. Before that happens, though, when they're... When, Johnny comes in, he basically yeah. threatens his aunts, he yeah. sends the aunts to bed, yeah. and they have this this um, idea where they're going to bring the body in through the window. Yeah. And while they're outside moving the car to bring the body in, you get Teddy who comes downstairs and moves the, yeah. the first body yeah. down the stairs, falls down it's, the stairs yeah, with him. Yeah. But yeah. he brings him down, and then you've got Peter Lore inside, and he's standing inside the window box. Yep. And he's just like, wow, okay. And then Wait, the, what happened to his leg? Then oh, the lights, yeah. Off. It, but it's all in like you know that he's in the window box, and then the lights go out again. It's dark, yeah, it's all, and you hear yeah. shuffling and movement, and then 
you hear, okay, yes, like, I have this, like, okay, yes. And then, um, I think, what is it? They find, uh, what's her face? The, uh, the girl next door, I think. They find Elaine. She, she yeah. shows up, so yeah. really quickly, yeah. Dr. Uh, Doctor Einstein hides him in the window yeah. seat, but doesn't tell Johnny he hit him in the window seat. Yeah. So while all of this is happening, and yeah. the odds come down or whatever, Johnny <laughs> is so confused. He has no idea where the what fuck this body went. And he's looking around. Like, he looks under the table, he looks in the, the corner, yeah. wow. opens the kitchen door, and he's this, like, Dr. Like, Einstein is a great doctor. And apparently a magician. <laughs> and I was just kind like, great. Like, all they can see is like the um, it's a shoe. It's a shoe. Because the shoe fell off. It just it's this random shoe. He just kind of picks it up. He's just holding the shoe. And and just like, puts it on the table because he doesn't know what else to do. And then, then Mortimer later on when he shows it, he picks up the shoe and looks at it. He's like, wait, what? Wow. Why is there a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, this entire movie could just be, like, the slow mental breakdown of, of Mortimer, Mortimer Brewster. Yes. <laughs> as as oh, everything yeah. just kind of, like, tink, 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 then dominoes. <laughs> it's the slow mental breakdown oh. of the taxi cab driver, yes. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And through this point where he's here. waiting. How, <laughs> how high did that meter get? It, it, oh. got, it got to... It, the last one was like twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty two fifty. Which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was one of the first, and then it was twenty two fifty. It's like, oh, that looks great on you, not the suit, the film. <laughs> and uh, the point that I love about it is where he runs out, and he's gonna go get the papers signed. He's gotta go see the judge. He's gotta go see a doctor to get his paper signed for his brother, and he makes the taxi driver call him a taxi. Yeah! Uh, and, he, and he does, and then he's confused. Wait, what the hell? What? The taxi driver does it, and then realizes, wait, I'm the taxi driver. Right. I'm an idiot. Right. So it's 2250, right? Yeah, yeah. 2250 in okay. 1941. Yeah. 1941. Let me fix that, because I put 44, because I'm a doofy. 1941. Calculate... Wait, I thought the movie was... The movie came out in 44, but was filmed was in 41. In 41. Yeah. Um, so in 41, yeah. <laughs> that cab bill was $392.44. I uh, had yeah. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I have had a cab that, bill that high. Was that for the Georgia trip? That was in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. When, you, when you get off the plane in Savannah and there are no rental cars to be found in all of Savannah yeah. you take a cab 75 miles Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure that cabbie yeah. was super happy about he, it he, did, he was just like I'm gonna do this for you and I'm not you know what I don't even want a tip we'll just get there and after a while he was like okay yeah. I'm gonna shut the meter off and I'm just gonna mm. give you like a roundabout figure yeah. and we were like okay <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, we had one in uh, Philadelphia the first night, and we booked a hotel room for one night that was like way out in East Bumfuck, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was uh, like eight, it was eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, and it was just one of those. are like, wow, we made a mistake right. here. <laughs> and lucky enough, the next day we found a dude who was uh, who was nice enough from Uber, and he's like, look. I'll charge you 50 bucks, and I'll get you where you need to go. And he gave, like, all of the um, very nice old German men. I uh, cannot remember his fucking name, but if anyone knows this guy in Philadelphia, like, he gave us all the, everything we needed to know about downtown Philly. Yeah. 
nice. Like cool. everything and where to go and gave us a map and like told us like so if you get into Chinatown, go find this place. It's like tells you where to go find the the, yeah. the go get a cheese whip. Yeah. Like, where to go, and, like, if you get lost, here's how you navigate your way back to your hotel. I'm like, oh, wonderful, thank you. Like, and it just, like, if anyone does know it, just please, you know, thank that man, because he's a very, very nice guy. Very, very old, too. I hope he's doing so okay. So hopefully you're doing all right, yeah, sir. Yeah, very, 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 no, but, but Stay fit, safe, buddy. fit, but old, and he's yeah. like, oh, hi, and I was like, you know, I, I think at some point I might have just blocked out for a moment, but I swear he put his teeth on the dashboard for a moment. <laughs> just a moment. I don't think he did that, but I think it was just a piece of gum, but I'm just like, I'm so tired. I was like, did he just... Fuck it. Nah, <laughs> like, you just, no, I'm going to yeah. take a nap. And this was... Oh, this is actually good because we're getting into the points here. So Elaine, who is trying who. It's really good because Elaine's trying to be able to convince say, what the hell's going on? Where's my husband? It's like, what and, the hell? Yeah, you went in that house and yeah. then suddenly you yeah. were acting like you were not married again. Yeah. yeah. And I've been trying to get your attention, damn it. Yeah. And trying to find everything. And then she is also, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Teddy also refers to her as, that's my daughter, Alice. Yes. Which is really, really a super jump cut because he did have... Um, Theodore Roosevelt did have a uh, daughter, Alice, who was from a his first marriage, and uh, Alice was the party one. Oh. Yeah, so it's just kind of like I'm like, ooh, okay, okay, That's and it's a deep cut. And um, you know, so they try to hear, so they tries to frantically control the situation. But Mortimer's trying to figure it out, and to the point where he's just trying to get everybody all together, and then staring right at Elaine in the face. Oh, Elaine, how are you? Oh, and oh she's, what are you and she's here? like screaming like he's trying to kill me. Yeah. And it's just going in one ear and out the other because he is so freaking distracted. He is, he is he's beyond got, like, frazzled. He's yeah. got so many things going yeah. on. He's trying to get his brother committed. He's trying to figure out how to save his aunts and yeah. try to get them to stop murdering people. Yeah. He and, just got married. And yeah. Then, yeah, meanwhile, his brain the whole time it just wants to go into a blue screen of death right. and just be like, mm. no, we need to reset. This yeah. is this is not and, okay. Oh, and then his brother shows up. Yeah. His other brother shows yeah. up. And so, there was a point earlier where he's so frazzled he almost drank the elderberry wine. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Dear, actually. <laughs> and his aunt's had the stop and was like, Mortimer, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Get out of here. You better die. Get out. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you saved that man's life. Yeah. yeah. There, so to draw attention away from the odds, to deprive them from the un- uh, from from their willing but uncomprehensive compli- uh, compliance, there, Mortimer tries to file paperwork to get Teddy committed to the asylum. Going everywhere, going through chain, worrying that genetic presupposition. Uh, for mental illness resides in him, and that's the beautiful line where he's explaining it, saying, oh, I don't know if we really should go through with this marriage here, honey. I'm sorry here, but insanity runs in my family. Practically gallops. Ah, so Teddy's a little bit weird. Ah, who the hell cares? Who knows? Right. No, you know, my like, aunts no. are the sweetest women in the world. This comes back later. Yep. So Mortar explains to Elaine that he can't remain married to her. She gets pissed off. But then we have the doctor, Dr. Livingston, who shows up. Yes. And then, here, and then Teddy takes him all around the <laughs> take him all around the graveyard talking to him. And he's, Dr. Livingston! That's what he presumes. Yeah, I loved it. I <laughs> loved like, it. 
I thought that was like, great. Probably the 40th time I've watched this movie. I never caught that, but I laughed my ass off. I'm like, that's just so quick-witted yep. and beautiful. It was great. And um, so there's... You know, the doctor trying to get him to change, trying to get him to sign the, <laughs> trying to sign the paper. Oh, yeah, I'll commit that man to anything. <laughs> taking the doctor around the middle of the night. Not there yet. Oh, there, what's the matter with him? Oh, I'll commit the man to anything. I just been appointed ambassador to Bolivia. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine this guy staggered home going, what the fuck just what happened? What just happened? What is going uh, on? And then we have the cops show up because the Roosevelt, uh, Teddy Roosevelt went ahead and blew his bugle. Again. 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 And then um, Jack Carson uh, came in, uh, Officer... Um, O'Hara? I want to yeah, know. Uh, no. no. No, the other no, one. The younger one. I want to say Rupert, but no. whatever. Um, the, the cop that's yeah. taking over yeah. is O'Hara. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So O'Hara is a piece of work too. Yeah. He's yeah. writing a play about himself. Yeah. And O'Hara. his mother. Yeah. And he won't yeah. stop talking about it. It's like, dude, be a police. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this dude uh, the is scene literally where he's describing. It's like I'm in grave danger, right? Somebody has a knife. Oh, he's, like, he's exactly the same. Yeah. I'm like, right, Chino. Yes. Yeah. But the, here, but the, it's like your feet are in grave danger. Yeah. If he tries to bite the. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> You know, so all the cops show up, everybody's fighting, and they knock out Jonathan, and then they realize, oh, okay, don't you realize there, and then the lieutenant shows up, and I'm like, yeah. And, and the lieutenant feels like a proto-George Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. He really does feel like prototype George Carlin. <laughs> oh, God. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. You people win. I've been up for 48 hours straight. What is 13 bodies in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> hell. And then we have it, so everybody, they rest me. Okay, you, you guys even read the circulars. We hang up. You know that he's been wanted in Indiana for murder. He escaped the insane asylum. Oh, I love the fact that they're like, everyone's like, oh, he looks so familiar. Why does you he look, look like so Boris familiar? Karloff? You look like Boris. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm not him. And this results here from a great fight, and then, uh... <laughs> so many fighting off-screen. Yeah. They're fighting off-screen, and you've got Cary Grant sitting in the, the stairwell. He's just totally giving up. Just totally giving up, kind of talking to himself at this it's point. Like it, he's like, oh, he's yeah, holding the phone. Fighting. He's okay, looking good. completely disheveled. Yeah, yeah, fine. He's smoking like a fighting. cigarette. Okay, just, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, whatever. Hey, could yeah. you hold that phone just a little high? Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me give me the phone. Okay, good. Oh, thank you. Okay, fine. Yeah. They're here. And this is, yeah, this is really blue screen of death. Or just like yes. what I equate it to is like older an older TV where the visual has gone out, but you can still hear something. Yes. <laughs> just yeah. like, he's just totally like, Phew. That's the part I found really funny, actually. Yeah. It was when he's just like sitting there like, so this is my life now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say it, yeah. it, uh, it feels more like an old landline phone if you leave it off the hook for too long. And you hear the <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's just Cary Grant's mind trying to cope with everything that's going on. It's like, yeah, yeah, uh, this is, all right. This he's, is what's happening here. He's very lucky that the aunts want to go be with Teddy, though. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. That works out really well. Well, they find also... something, though, is that the lieutenant looks at the papers and sees the papers are no good because he signed it Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, he's like, yes. Ah, Teddy. I love it. how they have to trick him. Yeah. 
They tell them it's, it's code. It's code, <laughs> yeah. and it's a secret, yeah. and it's like spy stuff. And yeah. like, I mean, I like spy stuff. It's great that they do that. It's really smart, like to to get him to sign that name. Yeah. But good lord. Yeah. Oh, Teddy, what was there to do, Crow? Yes, Bruce. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's that that cockamamie thing. Yeah. I was like, sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Okay, good. There, but it's also the uh, where you convince him to sign it in secret. Yes. Yeah. This whole time, though, the doctor is in hiding and just waiting to escape. Mm-hmm. He's just like hiding in the room upstairs, yeah. hearing all this chaos. We kind of yeah. skipped over the whole uh, thing where um, uh, Mortimer comes back. Yeah. And uh, gets tied up. Yeah, he's going to be murdered. It's by right his here, brother. actually. But no, it's uh, it, <laughs> yeah, in a really upsetting way because they they don't tell you exactly what they're gonna do. Yeah, but, there's but instruments. you see the instruments. Yeah. it's like those are forceps. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, but it's the Melbourne way right. or the London it's way. Right. The Melbourne way. Yeah. The man in London was just as dead as the man in, in, in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, but also I was tied up that if he struggles, he continues to choke himself. Yeah. And again, listeners, this is... That's how we, that's how, how we lost uh, Carradine. David Carradine, yeah. I almost wanted to put him as my fantasy casting, but it'd be too close. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But you have David, you have shit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, you have Mortimer there, but then again, dear listener, this is also just where the visual has to come into play. Yes. It's just where he's looking and trying to tell him something, and oh. the cop is trying to tell it, and no tell him a story. Will, and, and no one will take the, the, the gag off yeah. of him. And because, I'm yeah. sorry. You walk yeah. into a house, yeah. you see these two random dudes, yeah. and the person that you've come to talk to tied up yeah. with a gag in his mouth, yeah. and you don't think anything is weird. <laughs> no, but he's still new cop to the beat. And you have that where he's trying to describe the play. Jonathan wants to stab him. He's describing a perfect stabbing. This is also a goof, too, by the way, because it was written that Cary Grant was supposed to spit out the gauze in his mouth and tell him, look, come on, but he couldn't let it out. Oh, God. And he just like, okay, let's just roll with it. And he couldn't just spit it out because, but his visuals are just... That it's like where he's describing it and where he's walking around in the damn chair, yes. still tied up. And there's another goof too because when they say you look like Boris Karloff, and he pushes the cop who pushes Cary Grant, and Cary Grant falls ass over tea kettle spinning there. That wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that was there's a still shot of actually where you have. Um, uh, Frank Capra, who is behind Cary Grant, catches him before he fit, before his head smashes to the floor. Jesus. And it's just really, it, it wasn't supposed to happen, but they're like, holy fuck, that's cold, let's just keep let's going. Keep it. Keep let's it. keep going, because it just, it works, it works. And then we have Abby and Martha, who are just saying, okay, we've got to go ahead and take care of things, and we've... We've got to go with him, and this is just god-awful. We want to be with him. And, you know, the whole time the cops are talking about there's 13 bodies, but their biggest gripe is that one of them is a foreigner that's buried with a Methodist. Right, yeah. It just so it, it's, about that. But it... It's it amazing. Let me <laughs> it. No, it's yeah. better than I would not have that here. 
I will yeah, not do a double funeral for a farter. Yeah, and we're and we're skipping we're skipping a bunch of stuff here. This movie is chock a block just full. So much. Yeah, like we can't so we can't cover things. everything. We're covering a bunch, but there's so many yeah. little bits. Like it's track this movie down. We found it on uh, Google Play. Yeah, yeah, we watched it on Google Play. Yeah. And the yeah, it's on it's on Amazon. It's fairly yep. cheap, and I mean, yep. there's um, there's play versions of this on uh, YouTube as well. There's the audio version on YouTube, which I might have to rip because that just seems so awesome. <laughs> um, there is there's a, there's a lot of it, but this is actually one of those, and we're purposely holding a lot back. Yes, and there, but the um. Abby and Martha are really concerned with it because, you know, not only do they have to leave the house, and they, but they want to be with Teddy, and that'll make them very happy. But they have to, to discuss with Mortimer a big family secret. Yes. He is not a Brewster. Yep. He was the son of a sea cook. <laughs> no, when they started to tell him, like, this family, family secret, I sat there and made the joke, like, you're adopted. <laughs> and then literally, like... Nine seconds later, yeah. it's like, you're not really a Brewster. I'm like, fucking called it. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah. Which kind of makes sense because he doesn't have that many, he doesn't have psychotic ten- tendencies. No. He's a little neurotic. Yeah. But, a little. Yeah, well. <laughs> but he's and, not. And this Halloween did not help matters. No. No, but he's not crazy. Yeah. Not, yeah. not like the rest of his family. No. I do love the whole thing, like, your mother worked, you know, worked on like a, a boat or yeah, something. Your mother was a cook. Your, your father was, was a sea, sea cook. A sea cook. And yeah, on a boat, yeah. And uh, she came to work for us and then uh, and she was a few pregnant. months, and then a few months later she had you and then she married our brother. Yeah. Brother went ahead and took her in and we just went ahead and left it that way. Mm-hmm. There we never discussed it further. Yeah. Uh, then he's all jovial, happy, and then running out, and then kid- Elaine, al- Elaine also finds all the bodies, and, oh, yeah. and she's freaking the And this is actually the scene where it's very typical of most 40s movies. Yes. If you're going to shut up a girl, you're going to kiss her yeah. and keep kissing her until she forgets what she's talking about and just kind of <laughs> kind of molds into you. That's a very standard 40s and 50s movie. Wait, that doesn't work? No. I yeah, can't say I haven't tried. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the evil eye over here. <laughs> 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 the... But it's the fact that when he, he's kissing her and they then they go outside and the cab driver's just like, trying to trying to give the He's uh, right here. It's like, dude, personal space. Yeah. Personal oh, space. And the, and then, I was like, Are you gonna oh, kiss darling. him? Like yeah. I was half expecting Cara Grant to stop kissing her and start kissing him. Because yeah. that's how close yeah. they were. Yeah, oh Moldema, you know. They, Oh, Mr. Brewster, here. I'm not here. And then she just starts kissing him and then falls into it. I'm like, okay, Elaine's got a little bit of a fetish here. Yeah. She's she's got some... she's a little she's a little gothier than you think. Yeah. She likes get making out in the graveyard. She's yeah. so pretty. Yeah. yeah, we we also discovered in this movie that my wife has a type. I totally have a type. <laughs> <laughs> I really and do. Grace Kelly yep. and Priscilla Wayne. She's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, something for uh, sepia tone blondes? Think so. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> All right. I don't know why. 
Yeah. They're pretty though. No, no, she wasn't. She well, wasn't. Yeah, I'm not arguing the facts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. not arguing that at all. No, no I mean, very pretty. she was a part of the Lane sisters, mm-hmm. too. So I mean, it also was like 1940s style sex symbols, and they were like. Yeah. I can see it. She was in like Three. two other yeah. movies. Yeah. With the other lanes, like it was like called like four sisters and then like four weddings. Oh yeah, there was like there's four sisters and there, then four. I, I, look, I looked up her filmography four, to figure yeah. out who she was. Like this was like her third to last movie, because like. Because then she got married. Four, I think it was like in '48. She was her last movie, and then she got married and basically followed her husband around because he was in the air force and she right. would do like USO shows and stuff. And then she moved. They moved to Massachusetts. Yep. Yeah. They settled mm-hmm. in uh, New England, I think, Connecticut, somewhere. Oh, it's uh, nope. Then uh, in uh, Andover, Massachusetts. Oh, all right. And uh, well, that's where I'm sorry. That's where she died. Actually, it's not very far away from me. Lawrence. Yeah. It's not very far away at all. A couple hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was a part of that. And also, with uh, had a contract with Warner, but. Yeah, the uh, the Lynn sisters also had a lot, but she was in an Alfred Hitchcock film. Um, Which one? Uh, Saboteur. Oh, I didn't see that. And I the didn't uh, Hitchcock. And uh, I'm sorry, no, that was um, uh, with uh, James. Uh, she uh, Saboteur was a movie with James Cagney and Humphrey Bogart. Completely different. My bad. Oh, all right. My bad. Um, but the the ending of this two fantastic freaking lines. I'm not a Brewster, I'm the son of a sea cook! Yep. Oh, I'm and not a cabbie, I'm a coffee pot! Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that poor cabbie has just been... Just uh, and he just throws his new wife over, over his shoulder and then... Charge! Yep. Yep. Gina, running off stuff. and then fly, going into the house, and you got to imagine what the heck the Reverend would say at this point. Right, like, what is happening here? Well, I mean, right, they're married, right. it's fine. Yeah, but it's still just like, okay, and then they move on, and then that's the end of the movie, and of course, you know, I'm in a cabbie, I'm a coffee prop! <laughs> Uh, it's like I feel so. I feel I feel for that cabbie, man. It's yeah, just, yeah. He's been having a day. Yeah, yeah, and it's you got to imagine too if he was a. Uh, See, and it's Halloween. So yeah. It's probably cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you could get other fares as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can imagine if he was an Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> this guy one star. <laughs> or it's something. Like, Sorry, buddy. I'm leaving. Yeah. You're on your own. And it's a... There's so much with this, how they describe that a beautiful scene where he's about to leave and get all the papers signed and Mortimer's describing to the aunts, like, not only is this against the law, but it is a very bad habit to kill old men. Right. (laughs) And it's... Seriously, folks, the, the dry wit in this movie... Is fucking phenomenal. Yes, it really is. It's just—it's one of those that's got to be done. I hope um, there's a playhouse in Newport that does plays randomly every once in a while. That gives like a buffet food. It always has like, you know, the most of its crowd is old people. Yeah. In the year, but we went with um, a group of people. Actually, went with some colleagues from work, and our boss treated us to it because it was damn cheap. 
And it was like we watched a uh, watched a play, and then they treated us to all the food we could eat, and then had a little sideshow thing. Okay. I want to see these people do this play because <laughs> this is one of the funniest fucking things. It and we didn't even cover half of it. No. No. Honestly, like, it's just there. Be prepared. I mean, somewhat. It does drag. It's pace. It takes its time telling the story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like over two hours long. It's yeah. yeah it's, it's actually just almost two hours. It's, it's, yeah, I think it's shy by like a couple minutes. Yeah. It's just just there, but it does feel like it's a little bit. But just sit with it, enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. And and take it all in. There's so much to giggity. There's so much to heck. I couldn't let that go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, a lot of times when I'm watching movies yeah. for the podcast, like yeah. eventually I'll kind of grab my phone and I'll start doing like IMDb searches or whatever, just kind of get get myself a little distracted. Yeah. It didn't happen with this one. Like I was just wa- I like I was kind of hooked in. For the whole thing, like I, th- I only missed like a minute when I went downstairs to get food. I think. So uh, it is so damn funny. It's, it's one of the best. I mean, that's why I still, I still recommend it. It's a, it's, it's so damn good. It's it so goddamn good. Yes, yeah, Everything we, about it. We covered the broad strokes, and yeah. if you think that's a lot, watch the movie. There's more. Oh, yeah. there's so much more. Oh man, yeah. it, but it is so fun. So we're gonna take a quick break. Tell you about Forty Forty One Media. Some other podcasts you can listen to. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And keep in mind, you also have the historic Pinstripe Show, as well as Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer, Nick. That's me. <laughs> All right, so we have fantasy casting. Oh well, hmm. uh, I'm trying to think. Like I've been, I've been thinking about it at work today, and I couldn't really come up with anything. Um, like I'm trying to think of where like the patron saint of forty forty one media could come in. I got that. All right, I was gonna say the um, I was gonna say the the doctor from Happy Dale. Okay. That was that was my thing, but I don't know. If I you, thought right. it'd be funny as Johnny, it. actually. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that was mine, yeah. Yes. yeah. We'll go with that one then. Do you want to roll? Okay. All right. We'll go with that one then, because that's way better than what I had. Uh, so, 23. 23, yep. yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Chris. All right. I find, I find, you know, I've been all over. <laughs> Mortimer, you well, know no, what I, I used to thir- do to you. It's like, no, I have 13. <laughs> so, if, okay, so if he's Johnny, then can we get, like, Danny DeVito to be, uh, Dr. Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> can I offer you a nice egg in this trying time? <laughs> I'm doing that one. Okay. 
Uh, uh, Twelve. Shit. Alright, I... I'm not gonna attempt it, but I could just see... But yeah, I could just see that, though. <laughs> Danny DeVito's too busy being stuck in a couch to... The be able fuck? To... I'm drunk on snaps! <laughs> that better say he's too, uh, too distracted with, uh, at this point, uh, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Look, why don't you go ahead, bang the old broads, and let's go ahead, bury the body, and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and these are my aunts. Oh! Well, I'll bang the old broads and let's get the <laughs> hell out of here. Are you trash? <laughs> <laughs> I know I just basically went with Frank Reynolds because I could have gone Lord. with everything else. I could have gone with the father from uh, Matilda, but... Yeah, yeah. that's where my brain went. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, whenever someone says Danny DeVito, I just kind of default to the penguin. Yeah. See, it's weird because I don't, yeah. and I probably should, but I actually see him more for, like, because I watched every 80s movie on the planet, yeah. um, Romancing the Stone. He's uh, he's in mm. the first one. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. yeah, he's a major part in the first one, so. Yeah, oh, good one. Huh? Yeah. All right, so I've got to go ahead and roll because um, I'm going to do two, and I'll take the better of them because... Uh, Cary Grant hated this movie, mm-hmm. and he wanted to have Jimmy Stewart in that role. You are reading my mind. Yeah. I, like, legitly. You know what? I could, uh, I absolutely yeah. can see that. Yeah. This and is a very Jimmy Stewart if this one, If this one goes high or we crit for it, I will just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do have another one, too, so let me see. Um, 26. 26. Yeah. That works. All right, now I'm going to keep that. Yeah. Not a print, but it's there. Yeah, it's, um... All right, what was your... and old rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the, the whole, other one... The whole arsenic and old lace thing, like... <laughs> Every time I hear I hear the title of this, mm. I just think of the uh, of the Velociraptor from the Runaways, named Old Lace. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one I had was Jack Klugman. And, um, mm. yeah, some of you may not know who Jack Klugman is, but he played Oscar in The Odd Couple opposite yeah. Tony Randall. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, Jack Klugman is also one of those that gets very easily frazzled. And yeah, I mean, that could work, but I think I think Jimmy Stewart works way Yeah, I would agree, but it's just he wanted to have Jimmy Stewart play the role instead but, you know, he still went ahead with it because he was under contract. You know what would have been really funny if that yeah. actually happened? Yeah. I guarantee you Stuart would have been nominated or won an Academy Award. <laughs> and and it would have just gone up Cary Grant's ass because he just, never won one. Just yeah. <laughs> the rivalry would have been right? funny. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it would have, yeah. That, that would have been it, though. Like, yeah. he would have done it. They would have gotten all these awards for it and he would have been so fucking and pissed off. would have off. heard, like, just from the back of the audience, like, in the audience somewhere during the Academy Awards, just Cary Grant. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, Christ, what? Was he supposed to do that? I got one. All right. What do we got? Okay, uh, for Teddy, Robin Williams. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Uh, 17 and 9 is yeah. a 26. Yeah. Well done. And nothing much would change. No. no. Yeah. no. He's been Teddy Roosevelt yep. like, a couple times. Oh, God, three that's times. right. Three, yeah. times. three times. He was. Yes. I, you know, I've, I've never seen those movies. I just know I've, of it. I've seen the first, and I've seen bits of the second. I saw, like, yeah. half of the first one because it was yeah. on TV. Yeah, it's Rami Malek's in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but <laughs> no, 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 no
rent it and watch it because you watch it on TV. They cut a lot of crap out. Right. But it's it's really really good. But the uh, him doing yeah nothing would change and just yeah. I, I would say yeah, it'd be obviously be a little less weight, but it's just he has that. He'd probably talk counter. faster. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. My original idea was to have Robin Williams in the Cary Grant role. Uh, just oh sort God. of yeah, but it just that would be that too would, much speed. That would just be way yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, he's a little. Um, oh, what's the way I want to put this? <laughs> His character is a he's bit. High. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> what. I, no, it's he's like. He's much off. He's off kilter, you know. He's oh. he's very much. Jittery. He's not yes jittery, yeah. but fragmented. That's yeah. what I wanted to say. Fragmented. Okay. Yeah, the character, yeah. the character yeah, itself like, oh. is fragmented, yeah. and then when he if finds you add out what Robin, doing, right? He just you add Robin Williams to that, yeah, and you have just utter chaos. Yeah, yeah. you will Ro never figure out what's happening after that. <laughs> Robin Williams is a is a chaotic neutral god of. Gotta just ramble. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but him as Teddy Roosevelt, yeah, I would agree with that one, oh, Fox. Yeah. That's, Fine. that's that yeah. <laughs> here, oh good, you know, here like here, yeah, like a little more oh good, I need to have my signing clothes. <laughs> 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 oh man, oh, I miss Robin Williams now. Uh, but this movie <laughs> I remember what I was yeah. doing when I found out it happened. I was playing Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons online. Yeah. It's not a very good game. No, nah. and I it was like in the in like the local chat. Someone said, "Dude, Robin Williams died." Yeah, and I'm like, "Bullshit." Yeah. and then I kind of tabbed out. And I'm like, "Oh fuck, Robin Williams died." Yeah, damn. I was at work. Yeah. I was so yeah. sad. I was playing a game too. And my mom called, and my mom was just totally lost. Yeah, and I remember that. But it's still him. Him in that role. Yeah. It would be great, but just seeing him, he also played, uh, was it Man of the Year, where he played the president, Yes. Yeah, too, which, that's not that great, yeah. he was good at it, the writing was bad, but yeah, I, I would say that one here, but we have Jimmy Stewart Car uh, in the Cary Grant role, yep. Robin Williams, Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those three as brothers, fuck. Right? I mean... <laughs> I mean, how could it not be a blockbuster? I want to know if you've got a Mortimer, do they call him Morty? And if he's a Morty, is there a Rick around? <laughs> yeah, Morty. Uh, Morty uh, yeah. <laughs> He'd be the tech yeah. grandfather. Yeah, he's uh, the, With the Rick, lab. Is, uh, Rick is the cop. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't belch nearly enough. No, but he probably would. Oh, you know? yeah. He went drinking. Oh, remember, remember this this cop waited in a bar for two hours yeah. while he was on the clock. He's the poison booze. He turned himself into booze yep. instead of a pickle. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Here, man. You got here. You got 13 people buried in the basement. Oh, my God. 12. I'm a cocktail onion rick. Little weird, little weird aside. They, are, they have pickle rip, pickle rick. Pringles. I saw this oh, yesterday. Oh, thank you. If you like pickle chips, they probably taste similar. I don't know, but okay. I really don't want to eat anything that says pickle and Rick together. <laughs> okay, now here's, now here's the thing. As I understand it, I've not watched more than like half an episode, but as I understand it, Rick and Morty is a really good show. Yes. No Dan Harmon is a... Fucking lunatic yeah, we've genius. watched quite a bit of it, yeah. yeah. Dan Harmon is a lunatic genius, and it's a fun show. Yeah. But Rick and Morty fans 
are toxic as fuck. Are the worst thing on the fucking planet. It's Szechuan sauce. Look up how to make it yourself, you assholes. Yeah. Not very hard to make, either. Yeah. No. All right, folks. So, we're going to go ahead, wrap this one up. Hope you've enjoyed this. We will continue next week with a day in a life search. We have the... We are going to go from Brooklyn. We're going to head out west. We're going to go ahead take a look at the movie High Noon starring Grace Kelly. Yay! Also special as well is we're going to have... Joss and I are going to go ahead and do a little thing for <laughs> the week after. Yep. Keep in mind with the program notes, we will have the Breakfast Club. Yep. So we jump down oh, to the geez. 80s where we go ahead into a, a Shermer High. Yep. See what happens there. And then we cross town into a shenanigan. Oh, oh. God. We go to shenanigans for dinner. <laughs> and Say shenanigans again. Is yeah. it really shenanigans? Yes. Because you know that's the that's the, the eatery and office space, right? Yes. Huh. Uh, no, in office space is tchotchkes. Oh, I thought, oh, it, oh, cool. I thought it was shenanigans. Shenanigans was uh, so, Super Troopers. Oh, right, So right. we go ahead into, we go to shenanigans here, which is the movie where basically every star in the odds fucking explodes on the on screen. Yeah, pretty much. I'm looking forward to it because uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and yeah, this is, yeah, then that one we have there. So we look at Days in the Life and we look at the impact that it has and why these types of movies come up because they're all historically significant. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start having flashbacks to working in fast food again. No. Uh, oh, well, hey, we did it too, so I, I understand. Am, I am the lucky one out with yeah. Alright. So, we'll enjoy this one, and please go ahead, find Arsenic and Olace. It is worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we will go ahead and do more. Be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good.